Welcome to Multiverse of Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Out of podcast form. I'm Luke. I'm Devin. And this week, we're talking about... Heroes. Hey, Devin. Mm-hmm? Shake it to me like a ladder to the sun. Makes me feel like a madman on the run. Find me, never, never far gone. So get your leather, leather on, leather on, 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 because you're a Marvel Heroes. What's your name? No one's going to ask you. Better find out where they want you to go. Try and hit the spot. Gotta know it in the dark. Gotta know whether you're on. How you like that? Karen O would be displeased. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, but this week, we are covering Marvel Heroes, which we've been promising for a while. Like, since the uh, second season started. Because mm-hmm. I was looking and I tried to find the exact moment and looked like it was back in March that we discovered that the book existed. And then I ended up running into the copy of the book in a... Uh, local comic store and then you did not get the book until like a month ago yeah while you were on vacation which sent me into a depression spiral which led to the christmas special (laughs) we have fun here on the podcast continuity continuity but yeah marvel heroes uh to give you some background was written in 2010 when Marvel was realizing oh there's a bunch of female comic readers maybe we should try and like appeal to them nah. I- ignoring the fact that there had been like a bunch of readers for decades and this ended up leading to the uh, Marvel Women Project which had a bunch of like limited series and one shots so there's like girl comics uh, the start of the Anita Blake series which they're apparently still doing Dazzler, Galacta, Rescue, Sense and Sensibility, Spectacular Spider-Girl, The Many Loves of the Amazing Spider-Man. I have that issue. Uh, Black Widow. Uh, Skydoll, Pixie Strikes Back, Nomura. I have that issue too. Was that really part of that series though? Uh, they got a lot of these out as part of the initiative. Okay. Just so the Nomura family come out when they were giving a bunch of the agents their own miniseries. But targeting it. Like, it's part, it was named as part of the initiative. Gotcha. It was also disappointing. They completely rushed it and didn't really get it. Yeah, there's also, like, Lady Deadpool and, uh, like, Models, Inc., which, that was a good series. That's exactly yeah. Remember when Tim Gunn became Iron Man in that backup story? Mm-hmm. And then the uh, last one that showed up that also weirdly has Tim Gunn in it was uh, Heroes, which was written by Grace Randolph, who at the time was uh, doing some other comic writing, and she was a video host with Marvel's Watcher series. Uh, the art was by Craig Rousseau, with colors by Veronica Gandini, and letters by Fishbrain. And if nothing else, the title got a lot, 
this if nothing else the series got a lot of attention for the titles how do you feel about her rose it's kind of funny so i kind of hate it but i don't know i think it's fine yeah like i don't hate it as much as a lot of people did because like uh i found chris sims article from back in 2010 when this came out and it's like oh yeah i forgot you used to be a lot more of a jerk Mm-hmm. But Chris doesn't listen to the podcast, so <sighs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like I, I think I, yeah, I thought it was fine. And even the reason that I disliked it is not for the same reason. Yeah, my only complaint about it is that it is almost impossible to find on Google searches. Oh yes, actually, from that standpoint, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, because it ignores the hyphen. Yeah, even if you do put uh, quotation marks around it. Though I did finally realize, oh, if you put in Grace Randolph Marvel Heroes, that's when you end up easily finding it. But yeah, uh, the series has gone, well, I'll say surprisingly unnoticed. Because, like, it's not on Unlimited. You can't even buy it on Marvel. And... Like, the only way that it was published is in the smaller, like, not quite the digest-sized form. Like, the size that they initially printed uh, Thor the Mighty Avenger in. Like, mm-hmm. that weird three-quarters of a trade size. Yeah, like, in between. It's weird. Yeah. And it's not even really available for Torrent. So, that, like, really strikes me as weird. Because now we have a lot of people who would want a series like this. And I think just at the time, they had no idea how to advertise to women and get women into stores or in a level not be sexist to them. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I have a feeling that a lot of the stuff that they were advertising came off as, oh, you know what, Let's uh, let's just get some traditional femininity and, uh use that to advertise series because it's like oh anita blake she's a female author who writes novels let's get her oh sense and sensibility you know that's a jane austen that that that's what women want to read in comics mm-hmm. i will say galacta from my recollection is pretty great but uh yeah Marvel Many of the Spider-Man is a really good book, but not for the reason that they would be advertising for it there. Yeah. Basically, it's a really good book if you're, like, starting off with Spider-Man for the first time, because it, he kind of covers all who his love interests were, so if he ever mentions them, you'll have, like, a really good understanding of who they were. Especially because they actually cover a few of, like, the lesser-known ones, and they also kind of explore more his relationship with Felicia Hardy which can get a little confusing at times. So is it more of a thing where, like, it serves as a guidebook instead of a story, or it's, like, from Peter... No, it is a story, but it's more like... It's kind of like Spider-Man Blue in that sense. But just all done on one issue. Ah. So it's more of... It's it's, it's doing, like, a small, like, little recap of everything. But it is still in story form, so it's not bad. Oh yeah, and the other series I forgot to mention that came out around the same time was Heralds, which had a bigger name on the writer and art team, Mm -hmm. but it's one of those books that you can always find in like the $5 trade bins because, yeah, 
Like, I've gotten a copy of it. Just yeah, it's about the issue of rescue. That was a good book, too. Yeah, that was uh, one of Kelly Sudeconic's early Marvel works. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice little companion piece to Fraction's Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Jana Van Dyne is a teenager who loves fashion, but she is afraid to publicly share her work. Vernon Van Dyne, her father, is a scientist. And Janet has the secret ability to shrink down and grow wings so she can fly. You know, like teenagers do. Mm-hmm. It's called puberty. What, what powers do you get at puberty, Devin? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It, it mostly it's a, just... It's a secret, Luke. To everyone but me. Yeah. Her best friend is Jenny Walters, a bookish, gangly hippie who drives in an old beat-up van and also works at Vernon's lab as an intern. And, uh, because I forgot to mention it, the series is so forgotten that it does not actually have a numbered universe. Nice. Yeah, so, uh, using Marvel Wikia's temporary reference number, it is Earth T... It is Earth TRN293. So we'll be using that. That way you've got that nice cross-pollination. And you know what? Maybe if someone who uh, works on Marvel... Maybe someone who works on Marvel is listening to this, they'll be like, oh, hey, you know that teen Marvel superhero series you're looking for? Let's, uh, let's, let's reboot it. Or, uh, let's get some of those characters in. Let's get Sean McKeever back in. Yeah. And as a note, the series only ran for, like, four issues. I have a feeling that it was supposed to run for longer than that. I can't tell. It's, like, both yes, for sure, and no. Well, like, issue number one on it has... It does say uh, one of four. Then maybe it was supposed to spin off into something ongoing? Because, like, issue number one has... Wasp, She-Hulk, Namora, Miss Marvel, and Valkyrie on the cover. And two of those characters don't even show up in costume. One of the characters doesn't show up at all. Yeah. So, it... I'm actually, my there's supposed to be going on longer, just because actually it says part one of four. I don't know, maybe that's more of like a... Like a lot of the comics I have have like something not necessarily issues one of something yeah though i i got the feeling like there were maybe plans to continue it that just never took off because it didn't sell well it could be because it could have been like the mary james comic because that was what two four issue miniseries before it eventually got the full spider-man plus mary jane treatment yeah and uh sort of on a side note Janet's parents are both blonde, and yet she has, like, black hair. Any bets that they weren't her actual parents? I don't know. Her hair's got, like, a dark blonde. Even almost brownish. Yeah, but, like, facial feature... Yeah, facial feature-wise, like, I'm not seeing a lot of connections there, and... Like, Janet's hair is dark black. I think you're reading too much into it. Probably. 
So at school, Jana ends up seeing Wade Cooper, who's the guy she likes, and she goes to try and talk to him, only to be stopped by Namora, the Greek foreign exchange student who was also interested in him. Mm-hmm. And pretty much... The difference is Namora is the cool popular kid. Yes. And she pretty much tells her to uh, not make a fool of herself. And Janet currently has a hard time balancing what she can show people with who she wants to be. And the day's not going well, so she goes to the library to ask for help from Jenny. And they overhear Namora joking with her clique about the two of them. Jenny ends up getting upset and runs off. So when Janet goes after her, she sees that Jenny is looking weird and asks if it was something that she did. And that just causes Jenny to run off again because Janet's sort of a unintentional jerk. Mm-hmm. It's like the uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Janet, who hasn't developed like good emotional understanding and reading of people. Yes. And uh, Janet ends up going into her locker where she has a mini fashion room. And she overhears Namora, who is bribing another student. Uh, Wade's sister, Val Cooper. Which, who, fun fact, I don't know, I don't think it's supposed to be the same Val Cooper, but she's been like a major player with the X Men. Kind of like, oh, like yeah. the weird little liaison with the government the whole superior, or the Meat and Registration Act. Yeah, she's also related to Agent Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. Yes. And also, Twin Peaks as a TV show also exists in the Marvel Universe. So fun things that you learned from uh, Explain the X-Men. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Wade Cooper, as it turns out, is a big fan of college basketball, including the local team, the Bulldogs. So Janet decides to use this information, and she asks out Wade first, figuring that her dad, who went to the Bulldogs college, would be able to get her the tickets. And, you know, Janet, she's on a winning streak, so she decides to, like, try out for more stuff so she volunteers to do costumes for the high school play which isn't really a thing and the teacher's just like whatever and so she's she's like doing even better now because like she got she's achieved her dreams yeah she asked out the boy she liked who said yes she's going to get to share her fashion costume stuff with the school and then she bumps into Namora, who was incredibly suspicious on how she knew that uh, Wade liked the Bulldogs. And she starts pressuring Janet, who ends up blasting her with a bioelectric blast, which slams Namora into a metal cabinet that then falls on her. Janet is freaking out, and that's when the police come in and arrest Janet, and she goes to jail for juvenile teen murders. At the end. I mean, it was a really weird place for a four-issue miniseries just to get up to that point. I kind of agree. Because, like, you no, feel like no. the rest of the series was spun off with them just, like, with some of the other teens, like, investigating murder. Well, yeah, and I mean, that's where Jenny and Namora end up becoming friends, and it's sort of like a weird proto-true detective. But Namora's dead, getting... Well, it's... It... Well, I always thought that the weird specter that was following Jenny around was like Namora's ghost, or did mm. you not pick up on that? Dude, those are some shadowing. They just messed up. It says so in the back of the book. Wow, they really didn't care about the quality of this book. 
No, no, no. Actually, uh, Nomura gets up, picks up the cabinet with her, and uh, tries to smash Janet with it. So Janet shrinks down and flies away. No, this did not go into a strangely dark direction. Though maybe it had. Well, somewhere in the alternate universes it did. Mm-hmm. So the uh, next morning, Janet tries to casually mention her new powers to her parents. And also, like, mention how Nomura has powers. But instead, her parents just get into an argument about her. So she decides that she is going to stop by and talk to her dad later. And at school, Wade reminds her about the uh, tickets. So she calls her dad and asks if he can get tickets. And he's unable to because he can't. And he's like, oh, but if Wade really likes you, maybe you can do something else. Which, which is I'm pretty good sorry, advice. Which I agree, but at the same time, what college is this? How hard is it to get college basketball tickets? Maybe they made it to the NCAA. Yeah. And, like, Janet has no idea. Oh, Luke. That was painful. I don't know sports, Devin. You're all, everyone's an NCAA, Luke. But it's like, like the a Final national Four. Co- oh, well, I mean, then that's different. Yeah. Like, maybe Janet has no idea that it's, like, the, uh, like, Final Four, the Bulldogs have made it there. And, like, she has no idea about this so like she promises tickets thinking that it is going to be really easy and her dad's like no no it's not easy i ha- i'd have to be like the dean of that college to get tickets now or they're going to be like five hundred dollars and she has no idea about this that's what i'm betting happened that's my head canon nope i'm betting the dad nope. really just doesn't care and doesn't want to try yeah uh, as Janet and Jenny are leaving the school, Nomura ends up confronting Janet, which stresses out Jenny because they were literally, like, mean girlsing the other day. And Nomura and Janet start talking, and it's mentioned how Nomura's father was an ambassador who was... Oh, wait. Yeah, I forgot to mention that Jenny runs away there. Jenny runs away a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's half of what she does in the series. Yeah, Namora and Janet start talking about how Namora's father is an ambassador who moved to Creskill two years ago, which was the same time that Janet's family moved here. And they note that that is a strange coincidence, and so they decide to go to the... What did you do, Devin? What did you do? I didn't do anything. Oh, there's just a scrunch sound. So they decide to go to the lab and ask her dad about it. But Jenny ends up freaking out, and, like, Janet is a horrible teen who does not realize or doesn't care that she keeps triggering her friend by bringing in this girl who Jenny obviously does not do well around. And, like, while she's talking to her dad about this, Nomura ends up chasing down Jenny and throws salt water on her, which angers Jenny even more, and she turns into the Hulk. Because this universe doesn't have a normal Hulk, so she doesn't have to be a She-Hulk. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I didn't actually read what was on that bottle. I thought she threw a acid on her or something, which I thought was really weird. No, no. It was like a saline solution. So I guess it's not quite salt water. Yeah, no. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You got like, oh, 
she's literally trying to burn this poor teen girl. Oh, so perhaps it's we like... can burn it up. I'm like, wow, that's dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Namora is pumped to see that Jenny has turned into the She-Hulk. Or Namora is pumped that Jenny has turned into the Hulk, and so the two of them start fighting. And Janet says, like, okay, we need to stop them. But Namora is totally unwilling. And that's when Janet reminds Jenny of her own words that there is no shame in walking away from a fight. Which calms her down and she sort of faints, but not really. Mm -hmm. And that's when a mysterious woman in a black trench coat with red hair shows up. Who Jenny thinks is here to take her away. And the woman quickly stops Namora and Janet who try and protect her friend. Uh, Namora, she quickly stops Namora and Janet who try to protect their friend from her and she reveals that she is Lieutenant General Madeline Joyce aka Miss America Was that who you Which, thought it was going to be? I was thinking uh, Black Widow That's what I thought it was going to be yeah. yeah but no uh, Miss America is based on the like old school Miss America mm -hmm. from Marvel Comics Yeah I don't agree about it Recognize yeah, I did. yeah, I did my research. So she explains that all the uh, mutant human. So she explains that all the metahumans ended up in Cresco, New Jersey, where they are expected to keep their powers secret. If they want to use them, they can join the U.S. Metacorps, and if not, they get sent away. Like Jenny is going to be sent away. Fun times. And that's when Janet realizes that her dad knew all about this and was keeping secrets from her, which jerk move but also understandable parental move oh yeah and, I and don't fall that to, yeah and Janet goes to talk to Ginny and tries to talk her to not going away with them and so when Miss America and Vernon come and check on the girls it turns out that they're gone and Miss America believes that it was Namora who was actually Atlantean who was behind their breakout because the trio because the trio of teens have, in fact, gone to Namora's house, where her dad, who I guess is Namor, has left without warning. Oh, like, that was, uh, it was her cousin. Okay. She says well, we're going to my cousin's house. Okay. Then I misnoted that. But Which yeah, is Namor... Namor's relationship to her. Yep. So Namor has left without warning. And that's when there is a knock at the door. Which and really was disappointed by that. I was what? I was really like excited to see what like Hunky Team Namor was going to be. Well, I thought he would be like adult Namor. Alright, but I thought he'd be like young adult, so that we'd still have like a weird like panel of both Jenny and Janet being like, "Oh man, look at Namor." Namor, Atlantean thirst trap. Mm -hmm. He'd just be walking around without his shirt on. That's where Namora's, I thought this series was going. Namora's cousin's got it going on. He's all I want and I waited for so long. Jenny, can't you see? He is just the guy for me. I think it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Namora's cousin. Yes. <laughs> all the hits here on Multiversal Q Radio. And that is when there's a knock on the door and they find a Moonstone with a scanning device that reacts to Ginny. Moonstone being a Miss Marvel supervillain who has a magical Moonstone and 
can fire energy beams, and can turn transparent. They end, up they end up slamming the door and hiding as they see that she is accompanied by two other people, Shocker and Ghost. Which, Shocker is like very apparently Shocker. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, Ghost is, who the hell is this guy? Based off of his clothing and his haircut, I actually thought he was Sandman. Well, he... He doesn't really have the, uh, like, green and yellow stripes on him. He doesn't have the same like, shirt, but he does have the same haircut and even just, like, facial structure. Yeah, he does not look like Ghost, who, like, at this point he hadn't really... or No, at this point he was with the uh, Thunderbolts. But yeah, it, it was just a weird choice for a design for him, because I'd think that you'd sort of switch out their physiques maybe or at least ghosts shouldn't be that buff yeah or at least do something more obvious like shocker because yeah he was super obvious yeah because he's got the quilt pattern on him mm -hmm. yeah uh we will not be having an image gallery for this episode because it is not available digitally so write into marvel and ask them to put the series on unlimited but uh, Jenny thinks that Janet doesn't need her around anymore, so she goes out to try and fight the two uh, villains as the Hulk. But she ends up getting her ass kicked, so Wasp decides that if she and Namora want to keep their secret identities, they're going to need costumes, so she throws some costumes together. You want to talk about these costumes, Devin? Oh, yes. There. Well, Namora's actually isn't terrible. Yeah, Namor's is actually it looks, like a... I mean, it looks like a homemade version of her normal costume. It's like a one-piece suit with like a boy short cut to the pants, and then she's got a sash around her neck, uh, her waist. Uh, she's got a wrap around one hand, a uh, like golden gauntlet on the other. Uh, she's got a tiara, and then she has, like, a weird mask thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that look really works, to be quite honest. Like, that's what they ended up using for uh, her final, like, hero costume design on the cover, pretty, pretty much. much. But, Janet's like, on the other Janet's... Hand. It's a hot mess. She looks like a, it, like a bank robber. It looks like she's got Uggs, she has a skirt with a belt that do not match, she has a tank top that looks like she ripped it up, her mask, for comparison, looks like she, like, had... Well, no, for her, her tank top she did rip, because you can see her ripping her clothing in the page before. But, like, comparatively, like, I, I guess Namora had her own stuff that you wanted to use but yeah like janet looks like she literally had two minutes to put together a costume with like leftover fabric or like other clothes it's a hot mess it does not look like wasp at all it, yeah. it it's not good it's not good tim gunn would vote you out mm -hmm. even though he's not one of the people who votes on that show oh honey yeah, uh, Jen yeah. So Janet and Namora confront the trio, and they end up splitting off. With Janet facing Ghost, who can phase through things, 
Nomura, meanwhile, counterintuitively brings Shocker into the pool. Like, Shocker in this world seems to have electric powers instead of the normal, like, shock waves that he has. Mm -hmm. That's so, because like, I feel like a lot of people don't seem to understand Shocker. I think a lot of people actually think Shocker has electrical powers. Yeah. And they think Electro has Shocker powers. Mm -hmm. Basically, a lot of people think they're the same person. Yeah. And anyway, she brings Shocker into the pool and just, like, knocks him out. Uh, Ginny, meanwhile, destroys the control helmet that Moonstone tried to put on her. So Moonstone just, like, beats the hell out of her, knocking Ginny out. And Janet, meanwhile, is able to trick Ghost into turning solid, and so she blasts him with her bioelectric energy. And Moonstone beats down Nomura off-panel, which is sort of a cop-out. And oh, she's walking. Because at first I was like, I thought she beat Shocker. Yeah. And that's when uh, Miss America shows up again and orders Janet to zap Moonstone. Janet doesn't think it's going to work because she's in her phased form, but it turns out that it does because Miss America does her homework and she has studied the files on all of the known metahumans. And Janet is able to talk her into letting Namora, Jenny, and herself go home free. And back at school, Janet she knows that she's like, wow, what kind of like devastation are you, Miss America? Could you say that again? It's because she guilt tripped her. It's just like, wow, what kind of government agent are you, Miss America? Getting guilt tripped by a small kid and going home. Yep. And uh, she ends up telling, and so Janet knows she's on strike one, and she ends up telling that wit. And she ends up telling Wade that she can't get the tickets to the show. But he ended up asking her out to a movie instead. And Janet, Jenny, and Namora start sitting together at lunch because they're now friends. And Janet has designed them some real costumes and wants them to train together. That night after play... What do you think of these new costumes? I'm opening up the book because I've got it next to me. Which you can also see on the back cover. Well, yeah, but I want to see the sketches. Gotta see the sketches. Uh, I don't like the logo on Namora's uh, one-piece suit. Like, the end with the wings, I don't think that works. Mm -hmm. uh, She-Hulk's is nice and uh, trendy, and then Wasp's is a lot better. But it's literally just a lot better than you look like you had five seconds in a hobo closet. Mm-hmm. My biggest issue is I don't like the image that they have for it on the back cover. Oh, that actually yeah. Especially, it's a, it's a very different style, and I I have a problem with the coloring because it's that weird like latexy skin coloring. Yeah, because they one their lips all look like they need like they're chapped and they need some chapstick. Or they just got like a pound of Botox into them. And yeah, I don't like how they drew She Hulk. She looks like the epitome of those, like, Mori Povich's, my daughter is out of control. Oh, I thought you were going to say she looks like those, like, Shikabuku, like, sexy Japanese girl, like, Marvel costume designs. Because, like, when she turns into the Hulk in the series, she is, like, uh, buff, angry, muscular, monstrous Hulk. Mm -hmm. And on the back, it's, she is Japanese teen girl, squad singer Hulk. 
Yes. I mean, she has that too, but to me, she also thinks there's more to it, uh, oh, my daughter's out of control. Someone didn't watch enough Mori when they were growing up, did you, Luke? Nope. When you can find out there's people who are scared of freckles. Did you say freckles? No, pickles. Oh. Uh, Okay, that's also a thing. And then you can find out who is or is not the father. So that night after play practice, Janet is walking back, which does not make sense because, like, I've been on crew and you normally don't stay there for college. There's a lot of questions there. But uh, she is walking back through the school. Especially costume designer. That of all things definitely wouldn't be there. Yeah. It's like you'd take your time to uh, get measurements on all the actors and then you'd be, like working probably at home since it doesn't look like they really have a costume department at all (laughs) but uh yeah janet's walking back when she sees carol danvers playing basketball she compliments carol on her skills and carol who had been jumping ends up just getting stuck floating in space and she's pleading for janet not to tell anyone her secret or else she might be kicked off the team and all janet hears is you should start a team and that's the end And then we have a nice re- re- um, reprinting of reprinting. Savage She-Hulk number one. Yep, because they needed more back content. Mm-hmm. I do wish we had gotten to see Teen Carol, and I wonder how uh, Teen Valkyrie would have been. I agree. Yeah, I wanted to see Teen Carol. Because we saw her like also at the uh, gym scene earlier. Mm-hmm. Where she's like named, but she doesn't really get to do anything. She's flying around of shades. That's oh what yeah, cool, like that's, that's what cool that, teams wear. It is a baller move. It is a baller ass move. That's the thing. Like the costumes on the front are actually like great. Yeah. Like the wasp costume is definitely a lot better on the front. This is like the wasp they costume. all have. They all have a lot of, well, it's one of the Wasp costumes. They all have a lot less detail on them, which I think makes them work more. Honestly, yeah, I think it's better. I mean, they were, yeah. it, the only thing I'll say is then you can tell that they're clearly not designed by Janet Van Dyne. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's where Marvel Heroes ends. It has not appeared anywhere else. It hasn't even appeared in the Marvel Guide universe books i really enjoyed the story a lot like it's a fun book if you have a younger reader you can probably pick up the book for less than the uh 15 cover price yeah i bought it off of amazon prime for five bucks yeah but uh let's put this on trials of the multiverse Devin, you ready let's do it so I'd be up for putting this in top quarter of our list that currently has 396. Yes. Yeah, let's go for it. Like, like I don't have a lot of problems with it. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to... I uh, figure things as more of it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So it was a little disappointing. I, I was hoping that, based off just the cover and everything, I thought it was going to be everyone is out with their powers. It's just them going to high school. No, it's like the... Not a weird secret government organization thing. It's like, oh, 
little bit less cool, mostly because I guess it's more, we didn't get quite as much of the high school experience from these books. Because yeah. we were dealing a lot with like that weird shadowy government thing. But like, it's a world that I actually want to see more of. Oh, I agree, mostly because I feel like if we got more, we would have gotten what I wanted. Yeah. So, you've got our support for Marvel Heroes Volume 2 that would come out like almost a decade after the initial volume. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you feel about it compared to uh, the expanded House of M stuff? Better than that. Uh, Venom plus Punisher? Better. Uh, Squadron Supreme? Better than that. Tony Stark Sorcerer Supreme? I like it better than Tony Stark. Uh, Prince of Arachne. Mm, that's tough. I would well, say right not under, quite as good. Well, right under that is Animal Man Lost His Powers, and I like this solely because it's a lot more of a enjoyable story. Mm-hmm. So that means we have a new top ten number. Our new number nine is uh, Earth TRN two nine three Marvel Heroes. So our current top ten is What If J Jonah Jameson adopted Spider Man at number one, uh, Shazam the Monster Society of Evil, uh, Punisher killed Daredevil, Punisher Archie, Daredevil End of Days, Spider Man Loves Mary Jane, the Once and Future Marvel fan fiction. Prince of Arachne, and then Marvel Heroes. And then uh, Animal Man Lost His Powers at number 10. We have a weird-ass list. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but it is a special list. And you know what specialists deserve? What, Luke? They deserve bonus Patreon content that you can get if you go to our Patreon. Right now, it's under my name, L-U-K-E. H-E-R-R, -R, Luke Hare. And uh, we've updated our goals to better reflect our financial needs for this uh, endeavor. But uh, for as little as $1 a month, you know what you get, Devin? What? You get bonus content, like bonus audio, that we send directly to you based on things that... Uh, other people want so if you like the old otherworldly conversations that wanted us to talk about films by Truffaut or the movie Monster Trucks in theaters this week uh, you can have us uh, do that for as little as a dollar a month and if you like our spinoff podcast Exiled you get episodes early in fact episode 2 of volume 2 went up today for normal listeners but so did episode two, or but so did episode three of volume two for our Patreon backers, and that's only for a dollar. So you are getting a massive amount of bonus content for as little as a dollar a month, and that helps us do things like make me not have to pay sixty dollars a month for uh, recording capabilities and podcast hosting and other stuff. And if we get up to, like, the $250 mark, we'll uh, look into starting a uh, spinoff podcast, which I already have some development plans for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you can find more about that at that website, 
Normally, for every episode, we have uh, image galleries, but like we said, this is not available digitally, and I don't want to just have to take cameras up. I don't want to have to just take bad phone camera pictures, so let Marvel know that you want to get this series online. Uh, you can find out more at you can find out more about us at multiverseq.com. Uh, we also have Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, uh, Libsyn, Patreon, uh, MZ, and a bunch of others. Devin, where can people find you online? You can find me online at Fredo Fett. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. You can find me online at, at Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G on the Twitter. You can also find my personal website at LukeHair.com. That's L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R.com, where I'm updating things because things need updating. Uh, we'll be well. You you get to pick up next week, Devin. So what are we covering next week? Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking something. Okay, and then the week after that, we have plans to do 2099. So hopefully, we'll be doing 2099 then. Yeah. Uh, and we will see you next week. But until then, this one's for Janet. Because there's no Hank Pym in this universe. You got that? I, I, I got it.